Hello out there in podcast land, welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, <laughs> usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the films, and we play a couple games at the end. <laughs> I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hollywood. Oh, no. Co-host Hollywood. Hollywood's what? not here. Damn hey. it. I was just hey. thinking, like, uh, I remember the change... <laughs> I'm your host, Hollywood, to I'm your host, Adam, in the script, finally. Yeah. And then I still said his name. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm Cowboy. Yeah, there's Cowboy yeah, and cowboy. there's Maestro. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Be nice. Yes. Okay. Be- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Hollywood's uh, kids doing great. Uh, nice. Things are going well over there. Yeah. And ten, uh, ten fingers, ten toes. Yeah, All as far right. as I know. I didn't ask specifically about the toes, but. Dude. On each hand? Oh, my God. No, so uh, yeah, shout out to Hollywood, and uh, we'll see if he uh, right. gets back one of these days. Come back, yeah. If not, we miss I you. I got this. All right, yeah. Not really. No. Help us. All right. This week we're watching 1989's Roadhouse. Mm. Roadhouse. This was requested. I got an email here. This was a uh, hey there spoilers. I feel I feel it's about time for you to watch the Patrick Swayze classic Roadhouse. On to your queue. Thank you, Leo, in Connecticut. I think, right. uh, did he want to see Patrick Swayze's young butt? Is, oh. mm. Well, or honestly, did he want to subject us to that? I mean, I, I've already been subjected to it a long time ago, but. Right. Well, honestly, I mean, if we watched um, the movie Keanu like we did the other day, um, I feel like we've seen plenty of George Michael's butt. You know, I finally felt like I didn't need that hour and a half of my life back because I forgot about it. And oh. then you had to go ruin it again. Oh. I know, right? Okay. Look at you. Well done. Mm. Bringing back the pain, my sure. I like it. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think I need another drink. I think it's not my pain. Uh, okay. Just wait. This movie was directed by Rowdy Harrington. Stars Patrick Swayze, Kelly Lynch, Sam Elliott, Ben Gonzara, among other people. Let's uh, do a synopsis here real quick, and then we'll get into the film. Okay. Very, Very good, short sir. synopsis. A tough bouncer is hired to tame a dirty bar. There that's, you go. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. That is what this movie is all about. Okay. Have you seen this movie before? Yes. You have? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. As have I. Uh, it's probably been, mm, I would say maybe seven years since I've seen this. How, how long ago do you think it was since you guys watched this one? Well, considering that we're going to have to watch this for this show, it was like yesterday maybe? All right, before, before that, <laughs> for the love of God. Yeah, right. No ideas? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, I would have to say probably about two years ago. Okay. Oh, wow. May have been on at the bar when I was working. And oh, I see. Had no customers because never had customers. Oh, okay. <laughs> For some reason, I felt like we had to watch this at some point, so I watched it recently, rather than like six, eight months ago. Oh. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I why. mean, it's it's a entertaining movie where like if it was on TV, I'd watch it. I don't know about that. It's not like, well, if there was nothing else up to watch. Yeah, like, there's, there's always something. If you have Netflix and Amazon Prime, you can find something better well, than Roadhouse. Yeah, but if you don't want to click that many buttons and you just happen to turn on TV and it was on, eh, all right, I'll just sit here and watch this. And then for some reason I get barbecue. I don't know why. Barbecue? Yeah. For some reason it's synonymous for me with barbecue and Roadhouse. I don't know why. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I just there's barbecue. a I barbecue it. place called Roadhouse, Roadhouse Inn or something like that. Know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 On Meteor Boulevard. You know? Right. Whittier. <laughs> I actually house bar and grill is what it's called. I actually oh. took notes for this movie. You did, so Whoa. you stayed up for it, huh? Yeah, I stayed awake the entire time this time. Oh. I didn't have to split it into two viewings. Uh, my first note is "Holy Pants." 
Swayze's pants are like right underneath his nipples. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's a normal thing. They didn't have like midriff pants at the time. It was. Yeah. I, uh, as soon yeah. as you see them, it was like, wow. It, just, it was very distracting to me. Really? Because that's how majority of the slacks were worn back then, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make it right. I, yes, it does. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, look, let me ask you something. You know, what's the purpose of suspenders? To keep your pants up. Yeah. And what's the purpose of a belt? To keep your pants up. Yeah. And what's the, and what the, when the pants are too low, what, what happens when the suspenders and the belt uh, tighten too tight around the hips? I, I don't know. You get butt crack. Oh. All right. Just keep your pants up, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, uh, never get that high. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I think I was more involved in what storyline there was, and I think the reason why I was more attracted to this movie is because I was a bartender. Okay, oh. and so a, a lot of the stuff in the movie was interesting. You hmm. know. All right. What about you, Adam? What What did you find about this besides, of course, holy pants? Uh, the villain is completely unbelievable. He's an old guy. He is. He's too cartoony of a villain. Like he's like evil for the sake of being evil, uh, with no real rhyme or reason. I just figured he was a bastard and yeah, had but, the money, and he's like, you oh, know, fuck it, I'm going to buy everything, you know? Yeah, well, and I'm going to buy all the guys that are big, bad, and tough, and. The, the the first time you kind of start getting an inkling of this guy's a douchebag, he's swerving all over the road as he's driving, almost runs Swayze off the road, and he doesn't even like. I think before that blink. though, you get a glimpse of how douchebag he was when he's flying this helicopter over uh, right that the, barn, uh, the barn, and everything, and scaring the horses and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, right then and there, you realize this guy's a douchebag because after he noticed that the horses were going crazy and the old man farmer was getting pissed off, he's sitting there laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's laid out pretty early. He's he's a douchebag oh, yeah. for sure, a oh, rich, yeah. entitled douchebag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he gets to go to this whole evil realm where now it's just crazy. Yeah, where uh, <laughs> he, he lights the guy's thing on fire. The uh, the, the auto parts. the auto part guy. He, Sam. He takes a monster truck through the front, like the display well, room, because he owns everything. But what's how not, can, not really owns everything? But it's sort of like he doesn't own it. But he's such a bully that he goes around like Red had to give him ten percent a week, right, of his profits. Yeah, you know, and it's it's sort of like that that bully mentality. Like you, you either give me ten percent or I'm gonna shut you down. Right, but at a certain point, how you can only avoid the cops for so long. Unless he owns the cops. Yeah, he did. He okay, was in, he was in with the cops too. Fine, but but to do stuff something that that like as drastic as blatantly going in front of a bunch of people saying, "All right, take out the cars," and then bam, the cars run them over to to have no consequences for that. Yeah, no way. Yes way. Nah. Yes way. Maybe he's got these cops down. Fine. What about the next county over? What about the state level? Instead it's of not, this, it's not well, if you if you remember, there was a after Red's auto shop got burned down, um, they were talking about that one of the other. Uh, citizens who owned a shop or owned something in town said i can talk to my brother in such and such county who's got ties with the fbi right you know like i don't know i mean this was like this podunk town in the middle of nowhere so like the next city over was probably like cornfields away miles and miles away this was a small little niche town in the middle of nowhere 
Yeah. I just I I had trouble believing that, that it was possible for this to to happen in real life. Probably wouldn't. It is kind of weird because like the the main bad guy just wants hooligans in this place called Double Deuce. I don't exactly know why he wants it just like you were saying, but except for the fact that he's an entrepreneur in that like like a uh, backwater place. I think it's called what in uh What's the place called? It they just said a small town in Missouri, right? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Well, I mean, you think about it. This guy, um, what West, what's what's his name? Wester, Westering, or whatever. Uh, it's what, Wales. Brad, Brad. It's called this Brad. Is his first name. Brad Wesley. Brad Wesley. Yeah. Um, he had a thing for Doc Re- Red's wife, Elizabeth Clay. No, originally it was Red's wife. The blonde bimbo that's hanging out with him was Red's wife. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, I didn't catch that connection. Uh, because she said something. Uh, Red said, oh, she left me. She found somebody uglier than me. Oh. Okay. Meaning Brad Wesley. Oh, interesting. Okay. So she went with the money. Wait okay. a second. So then he's trying to get his wife's daughter? Oh. He had a thing for Doc. Which is the daughter of he Red. Ended up, but the Doc didn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. So he took the mom. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. You, you didn't catch that in the no, movie? No, no. Oh, you I, were really watching. I, 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 Your notes were still around the pants. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and pants so around the ankles. What, what? Huh? Uh, around the belly button. Yeah. They weren't around ankles. the ankles. There was uh, you mean, quite a bit of nudity in this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of tits and ass. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, we got to see Patrick Swayze have sex with, uh, with the doc in, in the mm-hmm. most uncomfortable way I can imagine. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. There's no. a more uncomfortable ways, my friend. Uh, he, he has her back up against like a stone fireplace. Yes. With, with like stones. Yes. Jagging out and getting yes. you in the back of the spine. Very talented, though, because he just picked her up and like set her on his cock. Yeah. You know, like, boom, here we go. All right. Like, this guy's a chi master. He, he, yeah, he must have. It's kind of funny. You did do some Tai Chi in the, in the movie. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that was awkward. Like, he picked her up like they were still just making out and getting fresh. And then all of a sudden it was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Did it just like, oop, hey, guess what? It slid in. Yeah. Now, was she not wearing panties? Uh, Apparently know. not. Yeah, I guess not. Nah. That's Patrick fine. Swayze. He knew she wanted it. What do you, what do you think about the, uh, the, the whole pickup scene in the, in the hospital? When uh, he first goes there because he gets, he gets slashed. Predictable. Uh, pain don't hurt. That whole stupid line. Uh, and he, he's like he's, he's he's like putting on his moves for the doc, and it, 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 to me it came across like, oh, yeah, like that would ever work. But she's just like, oh, maybe I'll come see you. Yeah, and then she did, and then they're hanging out, and you're wild is what she said. And he's like, yeah, but too wild for you. And she's like, I didn't say that. Yeah. Oh. And then they had their little kiss, and then went off their separate ways, and then now all of a sudden they're dating and in love. Yeah, but he couldn't fall in love with her. Yeah, because he's got an ex that he killed the husband of, or somebody, yeah, somebody. Apparently, he was with a girl, um, and she was married, and he didn't know she was married, and he pulled a gun on on Dalton, and Dalton ripped his throat out. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he does to that Brad one, Wesley's head goon. Yeah, the one with the <clears throat> weird like jeans and black shoes that does weird kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his weird one. His whole crew is is very weird. Yeah, his uh, his, his henchmen, uh, not Dalton's. 
No. No. Brad, no. Brad Wesley. Yeah. Brad Wesley is henchman. Yeah. Big old fat dude. Um, <laughs> He's it, funny. Idiot, skinny white dude. And then another guy that actually has some muscle. Yeah. Ugh. It's, it's a horrible, like, it doesn't inspire fear. But I guess the fact that it's Brad Wesley is supposed to do the work well, for they're, you. Well, they're, they're bullies in a podunk town. Yeah. And all these people, citizens in this town, are scared because he's got so much pull. Because, A, he's got the police under his pocket, under his belt, and in his pocket, you know, or he's in the police's pocket, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. He's, running, he's running pretty much everything, so everybody's scared. And you know, same thing with Red. Yeah. They, if, if he didn't pay up his, all of his 10%, they trashed the store. And honestly, this whole movie is just basically this one guy that owns the small town, putting everything in his pocket, is finally not get, being said yes to, and he's getting pissed off. And that's the whole thing. And that's what turns him to complete fucking asshole. Yeah. Roadhouse. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the, the, the double deuce. The double deuce. This is the, uh, this is the bar that he's been commissioned to take over. Yeah. Funny thing is, like, the deuce, you know, I go take a deuce, that means a shit. So right. like, this is the double shit bar. But double deuce is also yeah. like... Um, I know. It's like two is it, twos. Is dice. it a dance? No, it's a dice. Yeah, it's, oh, that's doocy do. Yeah, sure. Doocy do. Oh, that's mm. how it's pronounced. Mm. No, it's like <laughs> if you get double deuces, you're rolling dice. You get two twos. Yeah, well, it's like snake eyes, but four two, snakes. Two, 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 two snakes. snake eyes. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> math is hard. Yeah. Where's the calculator? Yeah. Mm. So, so the bar looks like a piece of crap. They they even got a chain link around the band because the, the mouth people are yeah. yeah throwing beers. Still, Dalton got there. Yeah. Yeah, right? And his three, you know, be nice. Yeah. Uh, he, he takes over the bar, mm-hmm. and he starts making changes. He fires the drug dealer. He fires the bartender that was skimming money. Uh, he fires the most aggressive bouncer. And uh, this starts making changes. By the way, just based on the first fight that we see there at the Double Deuce, yeah. there, everything's going everywhere. People are flying across the place. Tables and chairs are breaking. Yeah. The the amount of money it would have to cost to refurnish that place every single night. Mm-hmm. There's no but, way that could still be in but business. But the owner of the Double Deuce, in the beginning of the movie, goes and gets Dalton. And says, "Help me! I've come into a large sum of money. I own a bar. I want to clean it up. I want to hire you." And then you know he's like five thousand dollars up front, five hundred bucks a week, and whatever you know. Yeah. And uh, he's like done. Like it was nothing. That was nothing. The guy. Apparently had an inheritance and got a shitload of money. Maybe won the lottery. I don't know. Who knows? So then why not buy a bar that works? Because he already owned that bar. And he probably already knew that this Brad Wesley was a dickhead. And he was the problem. And he wanted to clean this place up. And Inadvertently, by saying that to pay for this cleaning up of the bar, he ends up cleaning up the town for a very low price. Of five thousand dollars and five hundred bucks a week. Yes. How long do you think he was actually there? Um, Ball, ballpark. Week and a half. A week and a half, really? A week and a half, two weeks, I, maybe. Wow. At the most. I feel maybe more because like he had to take time to like get everything set up. So, I mean, like you know, I know how he like fired a bunch of people, then he's cleaned everything up, and the people amount. I would say at least a couple months. Well, I mean, if you if you if you look at the timeline of the movie, he was there one night, watched everything. Okay, cool. Came back the next night, and they were like, "All right, this is Dalton. He's taking over." And you listen to him, and he fired some people and got them on 
track, you know, I guess, to somewhat. But yeah. then um, a week later, they're running out of whiskey. And Dalton yeah. had to make a call and get one of his connections to come down there to deliver a truck of alcohol and beer and whiskey and stuff. And yeah, that's when the old man is. Oh, man. Sam oh. Elliott. Hmm. My favorite part of this movie was Sam Elliott. Yeah. Holy Christ. Was it because of his mustache? It was because of his, his whole everything. His demeanor. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn. I was watching it, and uh, when I first realized that it was him, I knew he was going to be in the movie, I just forgot what part he played. Yeah. When you first see him, I was just like, holy hell. He looks, he looks young, but still old at the same time. Yeah. And he's, he's got so much damn charisma. He does that, that half smile oh, thing yeah. of his, and I was like, oh. And his hair. <laughs> I listen to you. What do you, what do you. What do you need me to do? Oh my! <laughs> You're right, Adam. Yeah, he flushed a bit. Like, that's a good looking man, man. Let me. T- I got. I got to say, what? that's a good looking man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah. So, so he, uh, apparently, he is supposed to be the best cooler in the business. Yeah. But he, the, the the main guy, Marshall, uh, doesn't hire him because he's getting old. So he, yeah. go, he goes for uh, Swayze. Uh, but in the movie, you notice there's a line that he says that he's like, you know, you taught me more than I ever taught you. Mm. Mm-hmm. At the end, before he walked away in the barn where, you know, Patrick Swayze's character, Dalton, goes, you know, you could leave any time. Yeah. He's like, all right. See. Then he ends up getting killed. Yeah. That I was... knew they weren't going to kill the doctor. I mean, even, even way back when, when I first watched this movie, you knew they weren't going to kill the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's no way. Brad Wesley goes, all right, you're not going to make a choice. I'm going to flip a coin. Yeah. What was the results? You'll find out. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. The, uh, let's see, so the double deuce. Uh, I was going to say, I was estimating the timeline was going to be three weeks that, they, that he was there. I was going to go as, as short as one and a half weeks. Three months seems a little long. Because at, at one point, he even says, I've only been here for two weeks. Uh, at, at one point in the movie. Okay. So it was at least two. Was that when his butt was showing? Because maybe I missed that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was nude at the time. Uh, so I understand. Uh, so three weeks. But the, the, the main problem I have with this is the amount of renovations that happened to that place. Yeah. That should have taken months. That's why I was thinking the months part. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. If you, if you notice, the second night Dalton was there, the owner already had the plans already drawn up. The plans were already drawn up. and Okay. You know, so... Because the, they had them all. He's like, this is the new Double Deuce. Ah, I didn't catch that part. Okay. But yeah, all the changes happened pretty quick. And they were all pretty drastic. Oh. Yeah. And the clientele seemed to catch on right away. Like, as soon as they made a change, the clientele started changing instantly. Is, is, that's, that's not how bar people are. Well, the, the clientele, the first night before Dalton took over, when he's just sitting there watching. Yeah. The second night when Dalton took over, I mean, you had the same rough crowd in there. And then people started noticing. But here's the thing, like, okay, the amount of bars in the United States alone, Mm -hmm. do you know who the best bouncer, the best cooler in the business is? (laughs) No. Dalton, dude. But but, but for some reason. Uh, Taffer, John Taffer. No, he cleans up bars, but he's not a bouncer. (laughs) You know, that's bar rescue. But, I mean... These guys were known, apparently, throughout the United States. That, that was weird. I, do you know who that is? That's Dalton. He came from three states over, but we know who he is. No, I mean... Yeah, I heard he part, tore a guy's neck off. Yeah, or heard he killed a guy by ripping his throat That's out. That's what it you is. You know? Like, well, you have to understand also this. This is the, the what he's talking about where Dalton, his career, his career 
is run because of how people talk from bar to bar about these specific people. And those people are actually, they really used to exist before social media, of course. Okay, I, I believe that Jimmy would know that Jimmy was the bar owner. Uh, Jimmy, I believe that Jimmy would know yeah. who Dalton was. Yeah. But nobody else. None of the other bar people that work at the bar would know. Or, or who the patrons. Was. Yeah. Oh, uh, the patrons. Do you know who that is? And then, you know, the guitar, the blind white guitar player goes, That's Dalton. He's blind? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you didn't know? No. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. The lead singer of the band that was playing every yeah. night. Yeah. I don't think he was blind. blind. On the, the blind chair white. playing. Yeah. yeah he's Sitting blind. Down. He's blind, dude. What the hell? Where did that come up? Well, it was pretty much given when he stopped. When he never really talked to somebody, he didn't look at him. I thought he was just a bad actor. No, wow. he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they even mentioned it in there. I, I I must have missed that part. Yeah, it's, holy. It's early Christ. on in the movie, they say the the blind white guitar playing singer. All right, that explains a little bit of, of the beginning when uh, Dalton first gets there. He tells the guys he's going to like sneak up like, on the guy. Yeah. And he doesn't like actually try to hide. He just starts talking to him. I was like, that was a stupid thing to do. No, no he's blind. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. If he's blind, then that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. So take away <laughs> half of that paragraph of what you were worried about. Yeah, that was yeah. half my notes. All right, let me check that one out. <laughs> no, I, I have a note about the guy sitting down, which is, I think was pretty cool. Which part? The way he's playing the guitar. Yeah, that was a. I've never seen it done that way. Really? Yeah. No, that's 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 not that common. But yeah, it's been done before. Yeah. Like I, I know that uh, the uh, Taylor from. Uh, Graves in the Bad Weather, he, he does that for certain songs. That's when he has to use that uh, thing that you slide on the guitar. That little, like, metal thing? He, he plays it like a steel guitar? Yeah. He does that for one song. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Like the little put, cylinder that you put over the finger? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so a cartoonish amount of fighting. There's so, there's so much fighting everywhere. Because this is Roadhouse. Yeah. But there's a part where the uh, he fires a bartender for skimming money, yeah. and then the bartender is apparently the nephew, nephew of Brad, Brad Wesley. Wesley. So he comes back and like, hey, so it turns out I got my job back. I'm like, okay, we can't really do much about that. Yeah, but you want to fight? So he just gets aggressive <laughs> and well, starts trying to I, fight I, him. It was, it was more of a, yeah, you can't fire me. In fact, I got my job back. You're out of here. Yeah. And then he went, yeah, what do you want? You're out of here, fucker. You know, and yeah. he pulls a knife, and come on, so needlessly aggressive. You, yeah. you got your job back. No. Just, just fuck with him. Do you have to try but, to fight him? Well, well, You've seen is, him fight. But those two goons, the big guy and the big tall dude in in the room, mm-hmm. you know, were there to protect the nephew, right? Because that Brad Wesley, that's his sister's son, and that's the only son she's got. And so he's the only thing that that son has. Apparently, I don't know. His sister's dead. I don't know, I don't but. Know. Anyway, so he's his goons are supposed to be there to protect him, right? And so they went there, and he went to get his job back. And you know, maybe he thought, "Oh yeah, my my uncle's Brad Wesley. Fuck you, I'm a fuck you. I'll get out of here, Dalton." And he gets yeah the shit kicked out of him. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, but that's when he gets stabbed for the first time, so he can go to the hospital to see the doc yeah. and start that whole storyline. Blah 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. You gotta have a, a, a love story, you know. The, I the, I didn't buy this love story. They, they they didn't have any chemistry. The two. Yeah. It was it was very much like. Uh, it wasn't like the chemistry that he made with Baby in Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing. Okay. Right. You know. I haven't seen that one in a long time either. Or what? How about the one with um, in Ghost? Ghost with Demi Moore. Yeah. Uh, slash Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. <laughs> 
I would say Swayze had more chemistry with Whoopi than with this one. Oh. Man, there was no, there was no chemistry between her, uh, him and the, uh, her and the him yeah, and the It didn't seem like what? it that much, no. This car doctor is doc, so Yeah. Yeah, doc. Yeah. But in, this is really interesting because you're looking at these types of stories that happen in the roadhouse with all of a ridiculous amount of fighting. Mm-hmm. I've heard stories and I've seen very similar stories about what he was, what he was doing. What? Yeah. About coolers going to bars? Yeah, dude. All right. This is like this is not that far off. I mean, I can not see joking. I can see it happening. Uh, uh, a major bouncer being hired to clean up a bar. I can I'm, see that. I'm just talking about the fights. Um, the fights? Yeah, no, I, I can. Not full on all out brawls where not everybody. Like and you're talking like in the first scene is everybody was fighting or throwing a bottle. Everybody and. Even the waitress threw a bottle. Yeah, you know, and and hit an innocent guy. Exactly. So that you, innocent guy didn't belong in that bar. He, if you walk into a bar and you see that happening, he just kind of stands there. But, but it seems like in that small little town at night, that bar is the only place to, that anything goes on. Yes. Like there's there's little. You got a diner. You got an auto store. You got a car dealership, and that guy in probably sells one car every three months because everybody's already got a car. Yeah, no kidding. And goes to the auto parts store to picks up their car. Yeah. You know, and so you the only place there's anything to do is at this bar. Yes. Right. Or if you know Brad Wesley, you go to his house and you go skinny dipping. Um, <laughs> you know. That's yeah, as one does. But it, it, it to see an all-out brawl where everybody in the bar is fighting somebody. Yeah, I, I see that being pretty unrealistic. Too, too far. Because if that happens every night, then there's no way that that bar can stay in business. No. You'd be surprised. Because the only people that are going to be going there now are the people that are going to want to fight. Or maybe it does happen all the time, and that's why the guy went out and asked for help and got Dalton. Because think of it this way. Um, He's losing too much money. Think of it this way. Majority of the people that actually open the bars, most of the time, they don't even pay for their alcohol. And then they charge. Yeah, because like most most proprietors for bars get a lot of free alcohol. Oh, right. And they serve that for an extensive amount of money. Right. So that's how they make a lot of their money. And so basically pack with whatever they right? They don't actually get it for free. No, no. They don't always get, they don't always get it for free. I'm they'll, just they'll get discounts and stuff and, and whatnot. But a lot of that is based on their order amount. Ah. Okay. Okay. You'll get you'll, – if you're ordering 15, 20 bottles of Crown Royal – you're going to get it for a lower price than if you only ordered three bottles every month. Gotcha. Okay. You see what I mean? So it, you're, the alcohol you go through the most, you're going to get for less if you buy more quantities. Uh, what's it called? Um, I forget what's it called. There's a, there's a phrase that he's used for that, or a word used for that. Wholesale. No? Well, you're, you have to buy wholesale. Especially in the state of California, you have to buy through a distributor. Meaning it's wholesale. Mm-hmm. They distribute the alcohol to the bar, and you sell it because you, you owning a bar, you can't go to Vons or Total Wine and More and buy bottles and serve them in your bar. Yeah. Is that true? That's it's against ABC rules. Oh, um, you can't do that. It has to because the, the the manufacturers of liquor. Okay, they manufacture like Jack and 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 Ciroc and Svedka vodka and all. They make bottles that go to stores where they're sold in stores for personal consumption. They also have bottles 
that they give to distributors like Young's Market, um, uh, Southern Wine and Spirits that do the distributing of these different alcohols. Yes. Okay. And those bottles that they distribute have a different certificate on the label. Oh. So when ABC goes into a bar, they look at the bottles. They can tell if the certificate is old, if the out- liquor is too old. Okay. They'll tell you to get rid of it. Um, or if it's uh, a bottle that was bought at the store, you can get in big trouble for that. Mm, interesting. Okay. They'll also check the bottles to see if you're putting uh, caps on it so no bugs get in there and stuff like that. They right. have to be capped. Because the sugar, um, right? Yeah, because m- most of the alcohol is sugar and stuff like that. But um, typically, the bottles that uh, have an old stamp on it, mm-hmm. they'll start diving into the bar even more. Because they're refilling bottles? Because they think you're refilling it. So they'll start snooping around the the bar. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. And if they ever have a report, somebody reports to ABC that, oh, they know that uh, the liquor is being watered down, they'll start testing. They'll they'll make a surprise visit and start testing the... uh, the actual liquor content. Interesting. Because there, there's bars that I've heard of that water down their Jameson or water down their vodkas and stuff uh, like that. They're high-end stuff. Uh-huh. You know, they'll start watering it down. Interesting. That's awesome. So, Good to know. I feel like I'd be able to tell. Not after a certain amount of time. Why do you think people mm. are like, I saw them watering this down and I tasted it and it's watered down. I mean, I can taste it. I could taste the difference between watered down Jameson or a straight yeah. shot of JMO. Right. You know, or, or even Jack. I mean, you can taste it. Yeah. Like, I can even taste it if I'm doing scotch on the rocks or something like that. And when the ice starts to melt. Yeah. You know, you can taste it. Right. Absolutely. I'm thinking it possibly might be the, they probably serve it to people later on when they're drunk. But they have to have two bottles. Though. Yeah. This is watered down bottles. This is a regular bottle. I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know. And if your labels are, are peeling off and stuff like that, you got to get rid of the bottle. Oh. Because you right. could be replacing such, right? Well, that's just basically that's telling you the bottle's old. Gotcha. Right. You know. All right. Let's see. What else I got here? Oh, the, so all the improvements that they made to this place, they didn't touch the, the parking lot. No. That, that bothered me. That, I feel like that should have been one of the first things. Why? Because gravel lots that's messed yeah, up cars. It's the ambience of the double deuce. It's a, yeah. it's a but they're trying to get a classier bar, vibe in there, are they not? Isn't that the whole They're idea trying to here? clean it up. It wasn't so much to get classier vibe. It's to get people in there to have fun, to have fun, not to have fun by getting in fights. Yeah. Basically, the gravel want- lot screams fight to me. <laughs> not so much, man. I mean, like, but certain areas, they don't require to get, like, those types of lots. I mean, like, you go to, uh, let's say, in Chino Hills, all right, where yep. they have gravel lots. Okay. And they're right next to a, like an outlet mall. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, weird, but it doesn't matter. People don't yeah, care. Yeah, but you're talking about a whole like podunk town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they're not gonna they're like. Okay, go, think of the think of the movie uh, Footloose. Okay, Footloose. A, lot, a lot of gravel parking lots in that. You know, it was a small little town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right, but those are like all cowboy people. Yeah, but they're not. This is uh-huh. the same type of town. All right, I guess same type of town. Yeah, they're fine. not going to waste money on on. And not to mention, I mean, the majority of the towns back back that way, they have dirt roads. It's a, it's something that people are used to. I mean, come on. If they didn't have dirt roads, we wouldn't have dirt road answer. Uh, I, knew, I knew that was right. coming. So you said yeah. dirt road, and I was waiting for it. 
<laughs> you wouldn't have those songs, man. Mm. All right. Uh, let's, uh, okay, how about the ending now? All right. Uh, Sam Elliott dies. He gets yeah. stabbed in, in the bar. Patrick Swayze so then goes and grabs a knife out of his friend's dead body yep. uh-huh. to revenge. Well, he uses a knife. He, he stabs the gas pedal with a knife. Yeah. And, but if you, if you look at the scene where they pull the knife out of the Clean. gas pedal, it didn't go all the way through. No. So it just, all he did was stab the pedal. Uh-huh. It doesn't hold it down in, in, in gas can. position. It can. How? If the hilt is on the bottom of the uh, of the dash. I don't think it was. I, I don't know. It, it, it looked very suspect. I, I, I didn't right? scrutinize it that much. I mean, but then again, I, I watched this movie so many times before, so I was watching it, so I was like, I was just watching it for the entertainment factor of watching it. Fights. And even right. so, I mean, like, also, when you push the gas pedal down, uh, if the angle of the blade is slightly angled a little bit, you can actually help put the hilt on part of the okay. side of the dash. Yeah, you know, that that, that would make sense. But the way that it, they showed him pulling out of the gas pedal, uh-huh. which is like, all he did was just, like, prick it. Uh-huh. Like, boop. And then, oh. The cars, that's not how knives and gas pedals work. <laughs> the guy was really strong. I mean, yeah. Did you see how big he was? Yeah. He's very strong. And uh, apparently it was his knife. <gasps> oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. See, that part I got, because he pulls the knife off the, the gas pedal, wipes it on his pants, and puts it in his sheath. Mmm. Huh. So and he, he later gets killed by that knife. That's too bad. And he, when, he, when, he, when he plunges that knife into the guy whose knife it was, he's like, Tails again. Oh. What? what? When, when, when Dalton's friend, his, yeah. his mentor. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Sam Elliott got, right. gets killed. Yeah. The knife is in his, in, his, in his torso. Right. With the piece of paper that says, it was Tails. Oh. Because Brad Wesley okay. flipped a coin, said it was Tails. So when, I see. when Dalton killed the guy who owned the knife, who killed Sam Elliott. Yeah. He's like, it's Tails again. Okay. All right. It's a one-liner. Got it. You missed it. Uh, yep. The one time. There was a whole Stormtrooper <laughs> shooting scene uh, mm-hmm. over at the, the Wesley Manor. A lot of shotguns. Yeah, he went a little um, Jason Bourne on that uh, compound, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Especially in that living room. Oh, my God. It was a lot <laughs> of... bear? It was the bear? Oh, that was great. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Did you see anything? Polar bear fell on me. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. <laughs> I think that was one of the bigger laughs I got. Although I, I think all of the lines that the uh, the mechanic guy had were funny. All the lines that the guy that owned the barn was funny, and uh, Sam Elliott was great. Yeah, everyone else's little lines were just like what the yeah. wah, wah. Off a, was that off a calendar? Nice. Yeah, yeah. The bear kills the fat dude, but I guess he doesn't kill him. It scares no, just, him to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so many murders. <laughs> that's, my last, <laughs> that's my last note. So many murders. Yeah, but. <laughs> and nobody goes down for anything. Nobody uh, yeah. again. What kind of what, what, I mean, cop, what kind of law the cop is in comes the city? Goes, do you see anything? I didn't see anything. Do you see anything? No, I didn't see anything. Do you see anything? No, I didn't see anything. Nothing. Yeah. Just don't check the hamper where I just dropped all the rifles we used. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't investigate the crime scene. Right. Because the guy yeah. takes all the guns, he walks away, and comes yeah. back like two minutes later. Puts so that means they're still on the premises yeah. somewhere. Puts them in a chest somewhere you know oh boy well that's about it yeah and anything else you guys want to touch on the about part this? where ripped out the throat that was cool oh yeah yeah that was he, he fought the um the other guy the yeah the weird the weird the, the head goon yeah with the with the curly hair and the... but you know he, he didn't get like 
Dalton didn't get like crazy and want to kill him until the gun was in his face. Yeah. Because that was the whole reason why he killed his ex-girlfriend's husband. Because he put a gun in his face. And it was the choice of either kill or be killed. Right. And so once that gun was in his face, he turned into super dude and with the pants around his belly button, kicked the gun out of the guy's hand, got him in this arm bar and went and ripped out his throat. Yeah. Which the doc, the doc freaks out about. Like, and oh, runs away. How do I ever want to talk yeah, to you again? Why did you kill that man? I guess, I guess what she's thinking is you're a murderer. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie, he murders so many more people. And, and then, so, and then all the old right. guys, all the old guys, including Red, yeah. shoot Brad Wesley, yes. kill him. They're all complicit. And she's standing there watching all four of them yeah. shoot at him with shotguns. Cut and to, like, they're making out naked. I'm sorry, ball. Brad Wesley's a badass. Yeah. It took four shotguns. I know. Oh, my God. Him. That was so unrealistic. Yeah. This, guy, this guy's a pussy. He, he, he does not do anything the entire movie. And then he says, uh, uh, I thought it was going to be fun to fight you. And he gets the upper hand on Patrick Swayze? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Maybe he was using buckshot. They, they did seem buckier. Yeah. They were close, close range. They were probably about 8 inches, 10 inches. Yeah, it was like a medium-sized pizza. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be small personal pan. Nah, small. small. It's just small. I would say I would uh, say between personal and small. Okay, you know, maybe yep. maybe the size of uh, pita bread. Okay, a biology pizza maybe. No, smaller than that. Smaller than that? Oh yeah. Nah, a biology weird. pizza would be like, and those things were like so. Like a, like this. Big? Like a Tony's personal. Well, no, pan. it depends. I mean, oh, uh, I mean, like I, a Tony's personal I, pan. Sure, but whatever. All right. I yeah, think, I think we're good. All good with the... Uh, but then after Brad Wesley gets killed by all four of them, yeah. you know, Doc's okay with it. Yeah, let's exactly. Get, yeah, that's what I was going to get. Let's go get naked and jump in the, the lake. Right. You, you know? ripped the guy's throat out. You're a monster. Uh, you killed a bunch of other people. You're crazy. Oh, I like you more. You're fine. Even though that guy was trying to kill you, and this one, I went to hunt them down. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's worse to go hunt somebody down and kill them versus self-defense murder. Yeah. But well, he- I'm not a doctor. Technically, no. What? Well, I, I think I think what happened was is he had the ability to kill Brad Wesley. He had him pinned on the couch, and he was sitting there with this, you know, Keanu yeah. Reeves move. Type, yeah, he's, you know, grab the claw. claw yeah, claw and, to the and, throat. And then she comes in, and he's like, and he he lets him go, and then all of a sudden he's getting ready to shoot at him. But then Red. Shoots Brad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when Doc realized my dad just shot him. Oh, well, maybe. I guess it's all right. I guess he should die. All, all right. right, I love you, that's Dalton. Fine. Yeah. Hmm. Moving on. I just pulled up a hero. picture of Sam Elliott from like what the seventies. Mm-hmm. He's still got that major mustache, but he's not no white hair at all. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I he played Virgil in uh, Tombstone, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yes, he did. I'm doing Tombstone again. Okay, Virgil. Speaking of pizza, what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Pizza sounds good. Yeah, what do you want on yeah. your tombstone? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not delivery. <laughs> it's DiGiorno. All right. Okay. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions, but zero, zero. credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. You hear the good reviews or the bad reviews first? What do you think, cowboy? Let's go good. Good reviews. All right. That was good. What? I'm just kidding. We got a Jay Boyer from the Orlando Sentinel. It's amazing how quickly an explosion 
a ripped-out throat, or even four bangs in a row can what? make other problems seem insignificant. That's a good point, actually. There was a lot of bad problems here. But, like, dude, like, when you pulled out the trachea, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> uh, Nigel Floyd from Time Out. Mindless entertainment of the highest order. Yeah. And I, I think if you go into that movie expecting some extreme substance And butts. And, and and not just mindless butts. entertainment, you're going to be critical about pants. Yeah, okay. Sure. Very critical. Especially uh, about their waistline. Usually I have three reviews, but I could not find a third good review. Because that's all you need to say about a good review for this movie. <laughs> now the bad reviews. Oh, boy. I did find three of these. Oh, you did? Just three? I found, I'm only going to read three. Oh. Sheila Benson from the Los Angeles Times. But, oh, yeah. Let's believe them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but in deep roadhouse country and the undefined... What? And the undefined made crassly visible, there isn't a whiff of romance anywhere. Any more than there's a single jot of common sense. Well, there's plenty of common sense. I mean, when you're you're angry with somebody, you do throw the throat out. It makes complete sense. Okay. That person's <laughs> trying to kill you. You're going to kill them before yeah, they can exactly. kill you. That worries that me a little bit. Much. What? What? Yeah, I'm a little worried about you right now. Oh. <laughs> Put down your thesis. <laughs> Dave Kerr from the Chicago Tribune. What results instead is a monstrous hybrid of grotesquely implausible, oversized character that throughout. That thoroughly overshadows the poor actor himself. Dude, is he talking about the polar bear? <laughs> right? I mean, I seriously, that's all I see. Sure. Gene Siskel from the Chicago Tribune. Roadhouse is startling because of the intensity of its violence and because of Swayze's mindless posturing. Oh, he does posture a lot. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he says, uh, his character says in the movie, you know, what? Like, why he's not afraid. He's basically rewired the way that his brain works yeah. to smolder. I don't know. He he, he always wins. Because he's, he's it, a weird it, character. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has, a, he has a, a line in the movie about when he's talking to the doctor about, you know, being the one that's being attacked versus... Being the yeah, being the aggressor versus being the right, you know, the defender. The, the defender. Yeah. All right, now it's time for the game everybody loves to play: the Rotten Tomatoes game. Yeah, this is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from zero to one hundred amongst the critics and the audience. Zero to fifty-nine is rotten. Sixty to eighty-four is fresh, and then eighty-five and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first? Critics or the audience? Let's go with the critics, because we right. did the critics last, last time. The tomato meter. What is your guess? Mm. 56. 56. Ooh. There's, there, well, like Adam was saying, there's a lot of negative reviews. You couldn't find that many positive ones. But this is a movie that started, or not started, but was a pivotal point for uh, Swayze. And maybe even Sam Elliott. Who knows? I don't know. Um, Sam Elliott was already a name. That's what I thought. Yeah. So he was basically a character that kind of like added to the film. Yeah. Okay. So I, I figure I I I feel like if Sam Elliott was younger, he probably would have had the role of Dalton. Mm. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. So what did you go with, Cowboy? I, I said fifty six because I couldn't personally say Higher it was that. that rotten. Yeah. 
I don't agree that it is rotten at all, honestly. I, don't, I think it, I, well, I agree with you what I'm saying is I don't think it's that rotten at all. These are critics, though. Yeah. That's what that's, that's why I said 56. Because okay. I couldn't personally say that. Right? Any lower. Uh, I honestly would go with, because uh, Family Guy put a bit on that. So I go 47. Oh. Uh, my initial guess before looking it up was 30. The actual tomato meter is 38. Oh. Okay. Would you say 46? Yeah, 47. For, oh, yeah. 46 would have tied. Yeah. <laughs> See, the reason why I chose that was because you know how, like, when Family Guy chooses a film to, like, make fun of in their cartoons, usually it's really. It's real well known. Doesn't mean it's good. Exactly. It's, it's well, well known. known. Okay. Now, audience. The critics said 38. So, what does the audience say? 56. Okay. You stick with the 56? Hmm. A lot of fans. 60. 60. Well, my guess was also 60. That's what I was, was going to say. Yeah. Oh. The actual audience score is 66. Ah. That's what I said. Yeah. No, mm, I feel like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had one of the numbers. I remember you saying six. Yeah. But I think only once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. We noticed that Paul Giamatti has slowly been in a lot of the movies we are doing, and since we all love Paul Giamatti, we decided to ask, what role would have Paul Giamatti played in this movie? Pick one, really. To improve it. Now, the rule is you've got to take somebody out to put him in. To improve it, Brad Wesley. That would be obviously Oh, be oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. If you're asking to improve it, Brad Wesley. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. uh, other roles he could have possibly played... Uh, the owner of the Double Deuce. That was my thought. But then when you said Brad Wesley, he's like, absolutely Brad yeah. Wesley. I mean, he, he he could play multiple roles in this movie, but to make it better, Brad Wesley. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Hell yes. That Brad Wesley, man, all he did was shake his head the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was shaking his head so many... He looks over. <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. I disapprove. Then he I'm shoots a gun. He's like, this ain't working for me. Let's go, guys. Uh, you think, though, that Brad Wesley, the way he acted, was a little bit too, like, you know, relaxed comparatively to what well, he was Well, he see. was cocky. He was a cocky douchebag who thought nobody could touch him. Mm. And he had... He was basically Swayze. The anti-Swayze. They, but they, they, they were very similar in a lot of ways. How? So it was a movie like of matter and antimatter, you know? Yeah. They, they both had the same kind of, like, I'm the best yeah. kind of... Attitude, yeah. Uh, so the I don't, best. I don't lose. All right. I, that's a Swayze line. That's also a Brad Wesley line. Nobody says no to me. I don't lose. Very similar to these guys. Oh, so basically they're basically the same person. It's just one's on the, one side, one's on the other. Yeah, yeah. different moral. It's it's uh, different ooh. moral compass. It's uh, chaotic good and chaotic evil. These guys. Well, they don't do it just for the lols, dude. I, I feel like they do. Really? I think they do. Oh, I think they do. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give you guys little bits of facts or information you may not know about the movie. This is my favorite part. Me too. Really? Yeah. According to Kelly Lynch, stop copying me. That was the the doctor. When Bill Murray sees her sex scene with Patrick Swayze on television, he calls her husband Mitch Glazer to tease him about it. <laughs> Way to go, Bill. <laughs> I love Bill Murray. Oh yeah. We were just watching The Man Who Knew Too Little uh, last night with Annie. Oh, yeah? That was a, that's a fun movie. Oh, he's great. All right. Uh, Patrick Swayze was trained by kickboxing champion and action star Benny... The mm. Jet. <laughs> right? 
No. Am I right? Not Benny and the Jets. That's Elton John song. That's Elton John. No, 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 uh, it's Benny <laughs> Benny Urquidez. Urquidez. Benny and the Jets. What's the last name? U R Q U I D. He uh, he actually had a small cameo in this film, but yeah, I, that's the Benny the Jet. Who was that? Is that the, is that the main guy that they got fired at the beginning? The bouncer? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Benny Urquidez. Yeah, he's got like a he's got like he's Caucasian, slight, really big forehead, long long, long hair, kind of okay. squinty eyes, long see. nose. Oh yeah, that guy, Benny Urquidez. Let's see if uh, just Wikipedia, you'll find his nickname right there. All right, here's the, for the uh, people at home. What is that? Which one? These are all him. Yeah, he looks he's, a little bit like uh, that guy. He's a famous martial artist, dude. He fought against, I think, like Jet Li, Jackie Chan, I think, uh, Donnie Yen. He's he's a big name, dude. He did, I think he's his background is Shotokan martial. Did, did he ever Shotokan karate? Did he ever fight Chuck Norris? Oh, no. questionable. Let me see. He's got a weird looking face. That's why he had to learn to fight. <laughs> Maybe that's what fighting did to it. No, no, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> now you're just being mean. I mean, I, I mean, I he's a great dude. I don't want him yeah, looking yeah. me up and finding me. Dude, he has. He's gonna go all Liam Neeson on me. His kickboxing <laughs> record. His kickboxing record has 63 wins. 57 of them are by knockouts. Only two losses. No, he is ridiculously. So cool. he can be beat. He <laughs> didn't say unstoppable. It's called so, the Jets. So you're fun. saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right, last bit of trivia. Due to a knee injury he sustained during filming, Patrick Swayze turned down the roles of Gabriel Cash in Tango and Cash. <gasps> no. Yeah. Well, Kurt Russell is great, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he also turned down Mike Harrigan in Predator 2. Oh. Uh, instead, he chose to make Ghost his follow-up film. Instead, it was a less physically strenuous role. The knee injury ended up being a blessing in disguise, as Ghost ended up being a big hit and received critical acclaim. Yeah. So, because of his knee injury, that's why he did Ghost. That's how he got Ghost. Yeah. Look at that. Whoopee and do me more. I mean, Demi more. Demi. Hmm? Yeah, that too. That's Demi. 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 <laughs> All right, money makes the world go round. I want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we know. Financially, how well it held, held up to its peers. Easy for me to say. The budget for this film was not available, <laughs> so I have no idea. You're going to have to go in blind. I also did not find a foreign box office for this. <laughs> we got to go in blind like the uh, guitarist? Right, like the guitarist, apparently. B- behind the chain link fence or after they got rid of the chain link uh, fence? Behind the chicken wire fence. I was corrected oh, by one wire, uh, uh, Lucy Del Valle, I think is how you pronounce this. Okay. Mm. okay. It was a fence. <laughs> yeah, it was a chicken wire. Right. Uh, let's see. So, we're only doing U.S. gross. Okay. Based by the way, you know, if you threw a beer bottle at a chicken wire fence, I don't think it would shatter like that. Mythbusters, no. try this yeah. out. A hundred percent agree. Hundred percent. I, I think it would it would bounce more than shatter all over the place into small little pieces. Right. Plus, also when they did shatter, there, there was still liquid in there. Who, yeah. throw, who throws a drink with yeah. beer still? That's alcohol abuse. Yeah. Unless it's just like a little bit at the bottom. It's all foaming originally. Nah, you drink all of it, man. I, I mean, you can't have <laughs> Mythbusters do it because right now you have Mythbusters Junior. Right. They don't so you got that. little They're kids in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. 
Okay, I'm going to say um, 20. 20 million. 20 million? Okay. What do you got, Maestro? How much was it? You couldn't figure there it out. There was no budget. I'm, I'm sure there was a budget. Although, looking at the movie, that's, oh, come that's on. questionable. Come on. <laughs> they at least had a budget the of a house fu- and a bar. When the, when the auto store blew up, I swear to God, I thought it was a model. It looked like a model exploded. Yeah. But, okay. Anyway. Uh, from what it says from Google, Roadhouse had a $15 million budget. $15 million? Yes. Okay. Wait. You're Googling in the middle of the game or you're supposed to be guessing? It's fine. No. You asked for the budget. No. What is the gross? What did they make? Yeah, I'm not talking about the gross. I'm talking up. about the budget. Oh, okay, fine. Fine, fine. It specifically said budget. All right. Okay. Um, Don't look at the... <laughs> what? I'm not looking. That's fine. It's fine. It Cheat nothing. up. <laughs> Collusion. B. <laughs> B. Okay. He's looking at it now. Okay, now I know what I'm going to guess. <laughs> How much do you think it made, Maestro? Um, okay, so it's a fifteen million was the budget. What so. does it say right there? How much it made? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with forty-five. Forty-five, and you guessed twenty. Yeah. The correct answer is thirty. Thirty million. So double. I win. Yep. You said forty-five. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. Either way, you could have said forty-one in Price's Right standards. You went over. I still win. That's <laughs> You already won. Why you got to like double win? Hey, you know, damn. Just rub I his want face both side cases, so, showcases, <laughs> side cases, whatever. Well, because you're supposed to be well, if you to consider it as successful as triple the amount, right? Right. Yeah, that's why. I went, that's why I went for that because of everyone oh, liking triple. it. Yeah, okay. nobody liked it. What? Oh, it was this. What was it sixty six? Yeah. Barely. That's fine. Who cares? This film debuted in third place on the weekend of May nineteenth, nineteen eighty nine, with six million dollars. I'm sorry, second place. It was second place. See, that's so but People liked it then. I think people didn't know what they were getting into. <laughs> when, when, when was this movie made? Uh, this was made in 1989. That's... By the way, that opening weekend was only 20% of its total gross. See? How old were you? Uh, I was five? Yes. Wait, that no, was May. I was four. May? Yeah. 1989? Yeah. I was, I was six. Nine. Mm. I was six. We just told the entire world our age. Yeah, that's fine. No, I said I was nine. Yeah. No. I'm not nine anymore. I know, but people can do the math based upon the, what year really? you're talking about. Yeah. Nah. You think the people that listen to this are that smart? Come Hell on. yeah. I listen to this. We're talking about those dice with eight snakes on it. Nobody knows how to do math. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just kidding. Eight? <laughs> Uh, okay, this, th- there was no box office mojo <laughs> category for this movie, uh, but this was the 40th highest grossing film of 1989. Number 40? one, yes, 40. 4-0. Oh. What do you think the number one film of 1989 was? 1989. Um, Predator. 16 Candles. No. 16, 16 Candles? candles? Molly no, Ringwald? Oh, never mind. No, no, no. Yeah, I, was thinking, I was thinking a different movie. Never mind. That might be 79. No, no, yeah. That's what I was. No. Um, never mind. I was not. I'll never be Molly Ringwald from 16 Candles. Oh, yeah. Batman. Yeah, Michael Keaton's um, Batman. No, that was 1989? I'm thinking about it. Hold on a second. The original Michael Keaton's Give Batman? Give me a second. I'm still thinking. Hold oh, on. That- oh. You Google it? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, what, what? Batman. 
Bat, 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 you Michael win. Keaton. You win at all three no. showcases. That was only all two. Right. That's amazing. Got it. I can't believe <laughs> it. Nailed it. 89. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I would have thought it was like in the 90s. Oh, my show. Wow. You, you know what's funny? I think it was 1990 was when I bought my first CD. Oh. I didn't even have a CD wow. player. What was your first CD that you bought? You remember, it was, was the Batman soundtrack. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't even own a CD player. Okay. Uh, I had money. I went into a CD shop, and I, I liked the way CDs looked. And I was like, that ah, is cool. So I bought the Batman soundtrack. Do you okay. remember your first CD that you bought in my show? Huh? The first CD you ever bought. Yes. What was it? It was uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, oh, and it God. was... I would have pegged you for Millie Vanilli, dude. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Bach. Okay. Yeah. Christ. I, so you, you, Bach and Batman, those are much cooler yeah. answers than, than my... What, what, was, what yours? was yours? In sync? Uh, it was in sync. <laughs> <laughs> I'd bought plenty of tapes. I, everything before that, I bought cassette tapes. Well, yeah. This was the first CD yeah. that I purchased. Oh. I owned other CDs that were given to me by my parents because I was uh-huh. too young uh-huh. for things to buy. Oh. Whatever. All right. I have to explain myself to you. <laughs> oh, what, what CDs did they give you? Like Engelbert oh. Humperdinck and no, it was uh, I had a Carmen CD. Carmen was a uh, a Christian singer. Uh, I think Alvin and the Chipmunks. Ah, oh. uh, the country version. Uh, Friends in Low Places or Chipmunks in Low Places is the name of that CD. Got it. Oh man, good times. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> that was. 1989's Roadhouse, directed by Rowdy Harrington. Roadhouse. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Ratpack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Like Leo did. Yay. Connecticut. Well done. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us out in the rankings. If you leave a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're sticking inside of 1989 Uh-oh. for the next what, movie. What Are movie? we doing Batman? We're not doing Batman. <laughs> Come on. There is a movie coming out next weekend yeah. that is a remake of a movie from 1989. Oh, no. A remake? Well, oh. It is Pet Cemetery. Oh, you're watching mm. the original? We're watching the original Pet Cemetery oh, for next week. Remember that one? Uh, you, you seen that recently or no? no? I haven't seen it recently. Oh, man. I've been a while. I've never seen it. Really? Really? Never. Oh, you're going to love to hate you know, this. I, 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 <laughs> there's cats in it, dude. Of course, yeah, yeah, there is. But like, honestly, I... There's a cat. When I, when I first watched that movie, I swear I did not want to put my feet over the bed ever. You'll understand when you watch it. Okay. Yeah. I'm an adult now. I still hate cats. Yeah, I love cats. I I enjoy cats, but my allergies makes me keep, uh, well, keep very I, far I, away. I think from cat them. videos are cute and stupid at the same time. Uh, cat videos are my favorite videos to watch. Yeah, but <laughs> as far as cats, nah. yeah, I like a little more interaction, like a dog. Throw sure. a ball, they grab it, bring it back. You play with the dog. Cat, you pet, and they're loving it. And then all of a sudden they turn on you and they start gouging your eyes out. Right. You really got to try try a string. It's so much easier. (laughs) I prefer laser pens. That was funnier, too. That's hilarious. You get dogs go crazy about those things, too. Yeah, fantastic. All right. So make sure you watch Pet Cemetery from 1989 from next week. And uh, A horror movie. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. Hollywood. I know, right? Must be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Uh, let's see. What is this movie we just did? Uh, Roadhouse. 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 If you want to Maybe. buy some LED lights and stuff for your bar to spruce up your bar at home. Actually, not LED. It's neon. Neon. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. The neon lights. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's gone LED, though. You, hard to find neon, neon. lights. Yeah. Yeah. Like even, the, even the beer industry, their all lights yeah. are all like backlit. They look like neon, but yeah, they're backlit LED. LED. Interesting. And plastic. Oh, that's So smart. they look like neon. So much more saving. A lot of cities yeah. are not allowing neon lights. Right. Because yeah. those are like horribly, horrible energy suckers. Yeah. yeah not to mention they energy. think they're dangerous. Yeah. If they break or something. Yeah, but anyway. You call the hazmat team. If you want to spruce oh. up your house to look like a bar, look like the double deuce, you might buy a couple things. Where would you buy those things, Maestro? Uh, you buy them on Amazon. But before you do that, go to our website, click on the link, and just and that'll take you directly to Amazon. And then once you can do that, you can just do your normal shopping like normal. But a little bit of that, yeah, like that, with the clicking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good I would do it more like this. That's how I shop on Amazon. Like, <laughs> like a puppet. That's literally what he looks like. I mean, oh. Did you just show your password to the, the face? I, I, I don't have a password. I don't, I don't have a password. There, look. Check okay. this out. Boop. But, Boop. Uh, oh, look. I'm on my phone. Yeah. No password. Yeah, but um, you do your shopping as usual, but um, a little bit of it uh, helps support the show. Doesn't aff- doesn't affect you whatsoever, though. Yeah, man. All right, yeah. So check out Pet Cemetery, and we will see you next time. Thanks for hanging out. Pet Cemetery. Till next time, I am Adam. I'm Cowboy, and I'm Maestro. Bye. Late. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Roadhouse.